Good afternoon, folks, and welcome to the Gallant Fury Rangers podcast. My name's Colin, and I'm giving you the um, the full time match reaction live from Ibrox as Rangers beat Samirin five goals to two. That might sound like quite an emphatic victory, but I'll be honest, the scrolling did flatter Rangers a fair bit. I don't think it was a. It ended to watch the, the half time um, summary or reaction or whatever. I'm sure you would have agreed with me. And that, I didn't expect another five goals in this game in general, but there we go. I think that's just really testament to the, the ups and downs of Rangers this season. So the, the game started. Um, <laughs> the game started with, with Rangers shooting at the Cobb and Road end. And long term listeners, they may know how much I detest that shouldn't be allowed. Um, always means that it's not going to be a straightforward game or or, or worse. It's going to. Um, you know, it's going to be quite a disastrous day, and it probably ended up like that for about seven, eight, eight minutes. But Rangers started quite brightly the first few minutes, and they forced a they forced a penalty uh, from St Mirren. Actually, there was a penalty shout right before we actually got the penalty, a crossball in favour on the Barisic. Malik Tillman goes to meet it, a bit of a tussle in the box. Um, Malik Tillman goes to the ground, and the whole Copeland Road end go to uh, go up in arms, um, shouting for a penalty, and. Uh, Alfredo Morelos picks up the ball the other side of the other side of the, the box, cuts it back to the oncoming Nico Rastian who's filled at the edge of the box. So big cheer um, around Ibrox expecting to have to put one nil up, but it's a really, really poor penalty. Um, it's it's a perfect height that the keeper would want it. Perfect height for it to save. It's not the top bin, it's not the bottom corner. Um, it is, I suppose, waist height so the keeper can dive to it. And that really takes the sting out of Rangers' performance missing that penalty. And for the next 15 to 20 minutes, I'll be honest, it was quite a poor game. Um, St Mirren really didn't threaten at all. Um, I can maybe count maybe one half chance where they just hit the ball straight to McGregor. Uh, Rangers did dominate most of the ball, but it's very similar to what we've seen uh, at, at Parkhead and probably similar to what we've seen since Michael Beals come in. There's a lot of good play. There's a lot of moving the ball from back to front quite quickly, but we're lacking that colour instinct at the edge. That's what we've seen in the first half particularly. You know, Fashion Sakala being really hesitant at times and other times just really lacking composure. Um uh, eventually, there was a decent chance in the 25th minute of said Fashion Sakala, who was so frustrating. I'll come to him in, uh, in a wee minute. Um, but he he gets out, he gets on the edge of Morelos pass. Morelos um, meets a, a long ball. I think that might have been favour on a Barisic. Into the path of Sakala, gets in a half volley and a really, really good save for Trevor Carlson. Had a decent enough game today. Um, just minutes later, Fashion Sakala actually. He, we see, we see what he can bring. He's part of the build up for a fantastic goal by Todd Campbell. Malik Tillman plays the ball hard into feet into Fashion Sakala, who touches it out wide first time for Fashion Sakala. That composure again. Um, Tavernier, a great low cross ball into the on, on running Todd Campbell, who nips it and actually comes off the other side of the bar. Um, and that just really gets Todd Campbell going for the day. He was a sponsor's man in the match and deservedly so. Um, Rangers don't... 
uh, Rangers don't build in this, and this is a frustrating thing. And Michael Beale, you'd have thought we lost our Drew today. He was really, really frustrated uh, today at full time, and he actually, he's um, he's word where I don't want to come across as Mister Grumpy, but we need to be doing better. We need to have higher standards. Um, and he spoke about his frustration at the end of the first half, where Marin actually get a goal in the dying minutes of the, the half. Off the back of Rangers getting a shot away at the other end, Todd Campbell has to get better. The loose ball comes away and St Mirren just press on and Rangers don't get anywhere near St Mirren and we let them get the cross ball in twice. And the second cross ball, Mark O'Hara, to be fair, he chests it up and volleys it um, in, the, in the back post to McGregor. McGregor wasn't getting anywhere near it. It's a terrific goal, but as I mentioned to the, I mentioned that to the the boys who fall as in heart and hand downstairs um, at half time, and they rightly said, if Rangers afford anybody that space, they're going to have a good crack at it. So, really, that that goal did. It was a frustrated either. So um, I was frustrated um, because if we went in one 0 up, we seen what Rangers were trying to do. We were building a lot, but that's just that's just testament to Rangers time and time again this season where we don't do the basics well enough and we switch off at the wrong times. So Rangers start well the second half. Um, Fashion Sakala, he heads home a lovely Borna Barisic uh, free kick from deep. Um, it was a long ball in for uh, Borna Barisic. Uh, free kick and Sakala headed by first time puts Rangers 2-1 up uh, I tweeted this um, just minutes later Fashion Sakala gets on the end of um, another another long ball and he basically skies it high and wide and I think the ball lands in Asda Govan and that's just Fashion Sakala in a nutshell and Michael Beale did speak about him at the press conference I think uh, one of the boys asked was that pre-arranged for Fashion Sigali? wasn't the worst player in the park, but he comes on for Rabi Matondo. Uh, Michael Beale said that he was he was inconsistent and he was um, he was drafting in and out of the game. And I think that's that is going to be the. I, I'm not going to be. I'm not going to say anything new to you here, folks. We've called it time and time again. That is what we're going to get for Fashion Sigali. If he can do what he does best over ninety minutes, he wouldn't be at Rangers. He drafts in and out. He is. Inconsistent, he's frustrating, he'll be all shake or all shite. Um, there's no one between, there's no level path. Um, so Rabbi Matondo comes on for Sakala. Shortly after, um, Rangers can see the corner to St Mirren and the ball comes in. Rangers fail to clear the line. They have a second chance um, at clearing, and this is just a calamity of errors. Ben Davies actually for. He doesn't win the tackle, um, to, which leads up to the corner. Um, so there's that old anecdote of cons- considering an unnecessary corner. It's kind of, it's all, more often than not, it's really to a goal because it puts you in the back foot and the other teams in the ascendancy. John Sutter doesn't do well enough to clear his line either. And Mark O'Hara, again, uh, but a shot for the edge of the box. Very, very well worked goal for Mark O'Hara. I thought he had a decent game today. He has a decent SPFL standard player, but for Rangers, it's just absolutely dreadful, dreadful defending. And that's part of the manager's frustrations. Um, he he says he can't fully focus on the five goals that scored at the other end because he's thinking about these two goals that we've conceded that are avoidable. And the same happened last week. And this is something that has to be addressed. Ben Davis did have a shock the other day. John Sutter didn't cover himself in glory, but Ben Davis, um, for a centre-half, he's not a big fan of defending. And that's 
I might be a bit too harsh here, but he's really not covered himself in glory in the last two weeks. Um, we we see how much we miss uh, Connor Golson. We really do. He is that rock and he's that leader in the middle of defence. We then see a triple sub for Rangers. Um, Scott Arfield, Yanis Hadji and Glenn Kamara come on for Ben Davis, Malik Tillman and Nico Rashim. Um, there was a bit of, bit of debate on Malik Tillman. I don't think he had the greatest of games. Um, he wasn't by the worst, but we were kind of debating in the press room afterwards between the podcasts. Um, well, does he get a five? Does he get a six? I don't think he was great, but I think that's the difference between Tillman and Cantwell. Tillman will drift in and out of games. Cantwell will go and make stuff happen, and Cantwell made stuff happen time and time again. Ben Davis coming on, uh, coming off uh, was testament to how poor he played and how poor the manager thought he played as well. Um, John Lundstrom going into the centre half. I don't think that Lundstrom getting a lot of stick. I don't think he was the worst. I think uh, for the most part he done. He was quiet, but I think he'd done the, the basics well. Um, oh, no, well, he, he did what he had to do. So he went in the centre half alongside John Suter. Um, and it's, it seems like it was maybe a bit of a masterclass eh, these three subs, because straight away after these subs come on, Alfredo Morelos puts his 3 2 up. Um, he he strikes home the rebound after um, Todd Cantwell forces a save for the keeper. Cantwell gets the header. Um, he, he makes a, a very decent cross into the box. Cantwell headers towards uh, goal. Carson fine save. Morelos has time to take a touch, set himself up, and, and make it 3 2. Straight away, almost minutes later, Rabbi Matondo. He's picked out um, from deep uh, with a great ball. I, I need to watch it back. I can't remember who it was, but Rabbi Matondo uses his pace, gets on the end of it. He takes a touch, sets himself up and crosses it into the on-running Alfredo Morelos who puts home the fourth. Um, straight away, you're thinking these subs have turned it around. We looked that wee bit more stable at the back. We looked in control um, and we've just, we've got, we've added two goals in the space of five minutes. Um Eventually, goal potentially goal of the season. Scott Arfield makes a five um, after Rangers completed a sixty pass move, um, but well, just dominating the ball, the the basics, doing them well, making St Mirren chase shadows, but as capped off with Todd Campbell, beating four players, and then <laughs> cheeky bastard, a no look pass. Into the on running Scott Arfield, that typical Scott Arfield run that he does time and time again. Scott Arfield's never been the greatest at finishing, but he puts it through the keeper's legs to to make it five. And then you're thinking, where have this last 10 minutes came from? Um, came out of absolutely nowhere because uh, seven, eight minutes when it's uh, two each, you're thinking the worst, you're thinking if Rangers keep on playing how they're playing, they like St Mirren will try and, and push Rangers and fair play to St Mirren they did come out and try and have a go against Rangers they didn't set up 10 men behind the ball they chased Rangers and pressed them and they forced these errors that we're talking about but, uh, sponsors man in the match Todd Cantwell absolutely no complaints with that um, interesting to hear Michael Beale talk about him though saying that there's more to come for Todd Cantwell and um, he, he did say he might be being a wee bit harsh but why should he accept for for less when he sees day in, day out what he can deliver and he knows how much he can deliver? Uh, so that was quite interesting to, to hear from Michael Beale. Um, if, if he's right and if there is more to come to Todd Campbell, then I'm sure we're, we're all very, very excited about that. 
Um, so Bielden really had too much more on uh, in the press conference. Just really, really frustrated about the goals we're losing. That has to be better, and we need to stop doing that. And he said he's going to be annoyed for a few days about these goals that we've lost. But at the other end, um, he's starting to see more of what he what he wants. Um, particularly, Camwell and Ration are are important to that. Uh, John Langston was a player who joined the joined the press conference and he he spoke really highly to Campbell and saying how as a midfielder um, how you know how he can see the the squad starting to gel together and like said Rashton Campbell really coming in Tillman coming into a game as well and he's saying it's exciting to be a part of for him same as well he says as a team. They have to have higher standards when they defend. They can't switch off. It's really disappointing. It's sloppy. That's what he said. Um, uh, it was quite a funny moment when Stevie Fulford asked um, John Lonsdam on his contact situation and Lonsdam took it the wrong way. And you could hear the pin drop. He said uh, <laughs> Lonsdam very much took it as, oh, you want me to go? But Stevie was um, Stevie was asking, has he had much thoughts? And Lonsdam said he loves it here. Um, he's no spoke about it, but he hopes to stay here for the long term. Um Interesting. It'll be interesting to talk about him over the next couple of podcasts because I don't think he was a. I don't think he was a boss today. I think we he done what he, we needed him to do. I think him and Rashford worked quite well, interchanged quite well. But a partnership there. I know I'm quite biased when it comes to John Lawson. He's been. He's not been great at all. He's been terrible this season. But I don't think that was his worst game. I know I'm probably in the minority with that opinion though. But it'll be good to talk about that on the podcast. Um, Stephen Robinson came and spoke to the press as well, and the, he was asked, "Is that a frustrating game it was, um, considering how the game went?" And he he said that he probably needed another few players to be playing eight out of ten or nine out of ten to get a result at Ibrox, which is interesting because I've came away thinking, thinking that's that's going further does, and I'm probably looking for my Rangers, um, my Rangers hat on that. It's not been great at all today, but maybe out with the Rangers bubble, we are maybe being a wee bit harsh. Um, so it's interesting to see his, hear his comments on it. So all in all, um, Rangers win 5-2. It's, and there's a lot of questions today asking what what before the game, what will we learn for, for next season? And afterwards, what have we learned for next season? I think we're getting too ahead of ourselves. I think we need to look at two weeks' time. I'm not willing to accept that. Um, so I got to win the treble this year. I think Rangers need to go and push in the, in the semi-final. We need to play miles, miles further ahead than what we played today. Um, we need to cut out this nonsense at the back and not even at the back, but just switching off to a team and allowing the other team to play without any pressure. Um, it's yeah, a big part of today, and I think why we didn't see wholesale changes are. Matondo Haji starting is because we need to build a bit of cohesion, build a bit of fluidity and keep that core together and build a bit of momentum for two weeks' time. We didn't do that today, so we need to address that in the training ground and we need to have a good performance against um, Aberdeen. Three points isn't good enough. We need to have a good performance and take that momentum into the semi-final. So we'll be back tomorrow night, the usual half eight um, slot on Sunday night, live on Facebook, YouTube and Twitter and then available wherever else you get your podcast afterwards and then I'll be back with you Monday morning to give you all the all the headline news but thanks very much for watching folks, I hope you enjoy the rest of your weekend, take care